Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But like I said, you have to understand the roots of these organizations. An organization found founded by criminals and mafia bosses. <laughs> Jessica Savage a native of Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, right a stone's throw from where we are. Died at 36, drowned. Uh, just weeks, literally weeks after she did this report on PBS Frontline about the NFL and exposing its gangster ties, mafia ties, uh, you know, murder. It's just fucking one of the most incredible pieces of journalism I've ever seen. And when I saw this in 83, I was in high school. I said, that's what I want to do. I want to be her. <laughs> now today, I can be her. You know? <laughs> if, I, <laughs> if the price is right, I can be Jessica Hello, <laughs> I mean, as a reporter. Kind of report, like fearless. She's fucking fearless. Well, what happened is she was having dinner in Bucks County at a restaurant that's no longer there with an executive from the New York Post uh, who she hung out with. And also the uh, owner of the Philadelphia Eagles at the time, Leonard Toes, who had a massive, massive debt to casinos. Right? A habitual gambler, died penniless. So he went from owning the Eagles to dying penniless. Actually, he worse than penniless. He owed a lot of people money. And he was gambling away the Philadelphia Eagles. She leaves dinner with toes, and the guy and she has her dog with her. Dog's name was Chewy, an Alaskan Husky. And they leave. It's raining, Bucks County, and the car ends up in a canal, upside down, and everybody in it drowns. Now toes, the NFL owner of the Eagles, he obviously was not with them when they left, but he was at dinner with them. This is just a couple months after this report on Frontline. Blowout. This is what you call a fucking takedown of the NFL. And that was the end of her. 36. A lot of struggles, of course. She was the anchor, for, I think first female anchor of the nightly news. And uh, just, you know, a bright person and got mixed up in... And probably a lot of things she shouldn't have. That's that's the the problem. That's the problem when you have guts, 
Sometimes you stick your head in your neck where it shouldn't be. She obviously did that with this report on the NFL. And in fact, the NFL goes to great lengths to take this report off of YouTube whenever it shows up. We looked for it today. We couldn't find it. The Young Bucks looked for two hours, and then they found an old clip of it. It's like, oh. But we have it in-house, right? So I'm going to put that at the end of the show. I think it's the finest piece of journalism I've ever seen as far as just groundbreaking and vicious and thorough. They must have put, they must have put months into this. Back then, it was PBS Frontline. They had a lot of teeth. They had guts. This would never, ever air today. It's it's not even... You listen to the conversation I had with Legal Man yesterday. We were like, these dopes who are paid by the league, like the announcers, they don't even say like, oh, that's weird that a lot of people are just dropping dead and the players are just passing out. I don't know how many NFL uh, players have... Are down and I just watched JJ Watt, one of the most uh, dominant defensive players in in my lifetime, just say, you know what, thirty three years old, I'm fucking done, retired. He had at least five six years left in the tank. AFib. He needed his heart shocked back into rhythm. I mean, you could do the research. You could look at all the players. We understand what's happening. We understand what's going on out here. Everybody else is a thousand miles from fucking nowhere. It gets frustrating, but we have to keep it real. So I'll play that uh, that piece from Savage. It is unbelievable. I think I've seen it fifty times. I just every time it it's on, I'm like, I'm spellbound. I pick up something new every time. It's crazy, and the the people that they have on. They, like, interview gangsters, mafiosos. Like, yeah, we fixed this game, we fixed that game, you know. You look up these guys, you know, like, they don't mention on, because it's a, you know, it's a show. You look into, like, mafia history, these guys were killers. They were fucking hit, man. They were killing people. This is how the NFL was built. They, the owners were gangsters. All had their hand in the illicit operations, illegal operations for different mob factions, Kansas City, Chicago. I mean, it's like, it's right out of Al Capone. But you don't hear about this. Few people know about this. And then you see something like this the other day. Like Legal Man and I were talking about, Maria and I talked about it as well. You're like, oh, yeah. Because it's been so long, people tend to forget this is basically another fucking illicit operation. The National Football League. That's all it is. It's just an extension of the corrupt government, the corrupt corporations that run society. So don't be surprised. People are like, oh, I think this was like kind of a hoax. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, welcome to the NFL. So we'll play that. I'm always happy to play that. Um, I am. It makes me happy that we we have this and we, we put it in. And uh, <laughs> because... There's so little truth getting it. You know, let's let's do it for this guy. You know, let's give money to the charity. Let's get You're supporting an illicit operation. <laughs> You're a co-conspirator when you use your money to support criminal operations. Whether they look 
legitimate or not, they certainly are not. Take it from a, you know, I, I belong to a group, uh, it's in Citigroup in 2005. We started chronicling every single professional sports game in North America. Every day goes into a database and we look at the patterns. Professional sports folks are not random. The outcomes are not random. There's no way, right? <laughs> there's no way. It's fantasy. When there's that much money involved, there's fuckery, and there's certainly with the National Football League, no shortage of fuckery and rigging and fixed games. There's no doubt. Of, I could write a book on it, and I just might. <laughs> so we appreciate you folks being willing to learn about what's going on around you while the other folks are spellbound by the circus and sleight of hand and parlor tricks. Somebody out here has got to take care of business, baby. Tell you that. I need a drink. Some folks have asked me to teach when I retire, teach journalism. Something I may consider. If I did take on a, a position as a professor or something like that, this piece from Savage, I could make a whole course out of that. I could break down the whole investigation because I understand it now. As a reporter and as somebody who has investigated, I don't know, thousands of cases played a role in investigating thousands of cases, little pieces, big pieces. You could make a whole college course out of this. It's such a fantastic piece of work. So that would be a mandatory viewing. No doubt about it. You know what's sad? Whatever they call journalism today, it's nothing like that. Like, I'm a fossil. I understand that. I'm a relic, man. I'm old school relic. Like that to me is fantastic. If you aired that today, you'd be sued, you'd be shut down, you'd be fired in five minutes. It would never see the light of day, of course. True journalism can never get in front of your eyes on network TV, on cable TV for the most part. They have it so controlled, it's crazy. You know what's funny? I saw today, you wonder how long I've been around? I saw today Murdoch is handing his news corporation over to somebody I'm very familiar with. Rebecca Mary Brooks, a British media executive and former journalist and newspaper editor. Bandied about today, the woman set to take over Murdoch's media empire. A Teflon figure with the Murdoch Empire is now positioned to take over after Rupert remarries Fox and News Corp. She's going to run it. <laughs> we used to work for her when I had my Intel group. 
on behalf of her. And she worked with Piers Morgan. What was our role in working with them and the British tabloids that they ran and she ran? They ran the Sun and they ran the News of the World. But there was a phone hacking scandal at News of the World. Of course, they were hacking phones for the Sun, too. And she was tried and acquitted. And they were going to try Rupert Murdoch as well. That didn't happen. Who do you think was doing the phone hacking for these people? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Power, money, etc. is everything. That's how long I've been around. <laughs> you think these people are like, well, you'll never see her work in the business, business again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will. And we were uh, charged, not charged, but we were charging for hacking celebrity phones, etc. Politicians' phones. On behalf of news conglomerate Rupert Murdoch and his associates at the time were Piers Morgan and her. She's going to run News Corp. Somebody said to today, we were talking about today, an old contact of mine. Yeah, well, at least they were smart enough not to come after us. I said, yeah, that would not have worked well for worked out well for any of them. <laughs> they were over in the UK at the time, right? This is the 90s. This is the 90s, the mid to late 90s. I said, yeah, that would not have worked out well for them. <laughs> you don't play with the guys we were playing with. I don't even fuck with these people, right? They were smart enough not to do that. If they thought they were going to throw us under the bus, they'd find out that we were driving the fucking bus. <laughs> but what's old is new again. And it's crazy. And uh, as the source said to me today, I was talking to you know me. These people keep popping up. Somebody was telling me about on pain.tv about Deepak Chopra and they had a problem with Deepak Chopra, and I'm like, we investigated that guy. <laughs> we, we pulled that guy's life apart like an onion for clients, right? And and so the source says to me, do you know any cases we work that are still germane? These people are still around, and they're in the news. And I said, yeah, man, we were. Like, you don't understand, I guess. I certainly didn't understand it at the time because I was in my 30s, right, and early 40s of the significance of what you're doing sometimes. Sometimes you're like in the midst of history. You don't even realize it for 10 or 20 years. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. We're all in the midst of it right now. And you don't have 10 or 20 years to figure it out. These are historic times, hence why they're so confusing. And you need to figure it out fast. And then you can look back on it 10 or 15 years from now when you're ahead of the pack and say, God damn, we escaped that one. We got out of that one as best as we could. Uh, some of the folks we know aren't going to be as lucky, right? So you don't have the luxury of, of perspective and a kaleidoscope 20 years from now. You've got to understand that you're in the middle of it now, and you've got to buckle down and figure out where the truth tellers are and who's going to get you where you need to go. And there's not a whole lot of us out here. There's not. And it's a very simple litmus test. I'll throw it down at you again. It's very uh, even flow, so to speak. Maybe we'll play a little bit of that. What do you think? This is how you have an even flow when you're looking for a truth teller. It's not complicated. Wow! 
The only thing that mattered, not Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Personality, not looks, obviously. looks. <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> it can't all be looks. Not personality, not looks, not views. Not subscribers, not retweets, not likes. The only thing that matters is your track record. Folks, I know you're enjoying the episode because you keep coming back here, so we must be doing something right. Uh, In order to have a place that you can keep coming back to, we would appreciate get some skin in the game. We have a hot wire coming up. If you don't belong to Paint.tv and Hot Wire, you're going to want to. Uh, the the next episode, as we talked about focusing on your stocks and bonds and and securities or any investments you may have or may plan to have in this volatile situation, environment, chaotic, turbulent landscape. And so we're going to focus on that. But beyond that, folks have inquired, believe it or not, the kind folks who listen to us, how they can help out around here. Well, if you join pain.tv, that certainly helps. But in Hotwire, of course. Other folks who want to kick in can do it on pain.tv slash donate. And, of course, we talked about this on a regular basis. You can leave a, a review on Apple Podcasts. The young folks say that helps, plain and simple. And. Share this show with friends of yours and help spread the word so we can keep growing. That's the name of the game. We have to keep growing. We grow organically. We grow grassroots. We grow from word of mouth, and we appreciate you using your words and your mouth to help spread the word about the Thomas Paine podcast. And it's uh, tough sledding these days for truth tellers. It really is. And so we... We have embraced that, just like we have many of the challenges since we came back into journalism and remained independent regardless of uh, so many different trap doors and facets and and uh, challenges and obstacles and roadblocks. Just with a simple mission to have a show where you can tell the truth in a number of different shows, and we've done that. But it's getting harder for us, so. You know the drill, folks. <laughs> There's a lot of things being bandied around here about whether this show goes behind a paywall or not. So, um, and I've been very open about that. There's no secret. It's not something we want to do, but our hand might be forced. But for now, that's not happening. And I don't ask for much. Uh, but I'm asking you perhaps to get some skin in the game. And you're going to get something out of it, of course, especially if you join Pain.tv. Especially Hotwire, where we say things on there and talk about things on there that we certainly can't say on here any longer on the public side. And that has turned out to be a massive windfall and benefit for folks. And I wish I could play those episodes on here, but I can't. 
We appreciate your support if you want to broaden your horizons. Intellectually, make contacts, learn, and perhaps teach other smart people. That's the place to help out and make sure we keep rolling, rolling along, (laughs) regardless of what roadblocks these folks put in front of us. Uh, With your help, we can overcome. And with your support, we certainly have endured. Appreciate it. Take care. Have you been historically right? And if so, what's your percentage? 50%? Right? That doesn't work. What about 60%? All right. Well, that's better than 50. Still a failing grade. Where 69%? That's a failing grade. 70%? You're getting warm. You need to find somebody in the 90 percentile. Not easy to do. You know, there's not many fucking valedictorians doing this stuff. It matters, right? Did you apply yourself at an early age? If not, when did you apply yourself? In the media. I'm talking about media people. Did you ever apply yourself? Or have you always been a fucking lazy, drunk, flunky? You know, could be drunk, uh, could be alcohol, could be um, substance abuse, etc. The media is littered with these hobos. H-O-B-O-S, relax. He said homo, we got him. Hobo. What's your track record out here? If somebody's got a good track record, you draft them. Like NASCAR, you stay behind them. See where they go, what they do, what they say. Pretty good fucking strategy. If you're full of shit, like all these MAGA influencers, and you follow them, you see what happens in NASCAR when things go bad. That's your life. That's what's going to happen. You're going to crash and burn because that's how it's set up. That's what's supposed to happen to you now. Enough of me talking about this shit. Trying to set you fucking guys straight out here, man. I ain't going to be here forever. You need to figure this stuff out on your own, and then you can grow on your own. Take it to the next level. That's the goal here. We appreciate you being here. We do. Even at times, if it sounds like I don't appreciate you being here, because I get pissed off. I have a feeling that's going to happen a lot more this year, <laughs> this year than before. Just so much to handle. What do we got? The, but don't worry. We need our leaders out here to tell us how dangerous it is out here when it comes to tyrants. <laughs> Can't make it up. Can't make it up. With Trudeau, where's the clip here? I got Trudeau, right? Prime Minister in Canada. He's worried about what happens if we follow authoritarian leaders. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Let's go to the videotape. The world today is facing a lot of uncertainty, with the rise in authoritarian leaders causing global instability and the high cost of living putting stress on families at home. Well, there you go. You got to keep an eye out for these these tyrants. <laughs> you can't make it up. You know, I, th- I think we're uh, figuring out or at least a byproduct. And some of this stuff is done on purpose, right? Because billionaires are not here to help you. I told you this so many times, right? I see on uh, on today, you know, Fauci files was this about the Fauci. 
Fauci files. I've been very critical because we don't need the Fauci files. We need the Fauci files in 2020, 2021, when Maria and myself and VM and other folks on here were revealing what Fauci was about, revealing what Big Pharma was about, and revealing what they had in store for you and telling you to stay away from it. So I think I figured part of it out. The Young Bucks said, hey, you got to look at this clip. What do you think about it? And here's what I think about it. Scott Gottlieb, who's on the board of Pfizer and paid by Pfizer, former FDA commissioner, who has really been a cheerleader for this COVID-19 vaccines and boosters since it began. They rolled him out. Now, you have to understand this stuff. You look at CNBC. Whenever they roll somebody out on CNBC, CNBC is one of the biggest propaganda farms there is. And they have these dopes who have been there since I was a kid. So I was in my 20s. When I was in Fort Lee, right, that's where CNBC is. When I was in Fort Lee, working in the New York market, these guys were young, younger. They're still there, right? These are paid propagandists. I'm not going to mention any people by name. But we'll play this clip, and I want to go over it. And I understand, in part, what the Fauci files is about now. And it's not about helping you. Far from it. Let's go to the clip. Doctor, uh, we go way back. I don't know how many times during the pandemic you were on, or probably three times a week. You turned into a security blanket for us and, and I think for viewers uh, everywhere. And, and it, the entire time, I don't ever think you dodged the question or politicized the question. You talked about the, the origins and were very straightforward about what could have happened, what didn't. You talked about the efficacy of the vaccines and masks and uh, you'd go against the conventional thinking. I, I, I think it was all science-based and totally objective. So I got to ask you about this. I have no doubt that you want to weigh in on it. Uh, so on Tucker Carlson last night, uh, New York Times reporter, former New York Times reporter Alec Berenson said you got him kicked off of Twitter. Uh, this is a kind of a convoluted conspiracy theory that somehow you told Twitter to get rid of him because he was asking too many questions about the efficacy and safety of the COVID vaccine. Do you just want to respond to that and tell us your side? Yeah, look, I'm not going to comment directly on that. And, and he's threatening litigation, too. For no, so another reason not to respond. I've raised concerns around social media broadly, and I've done it on these networks around the threats that were being made on these um, on these platforms and the inability of these platforms to police direct threats, physical threats about people. Um, that's my concerns around social media and what's going on in that ecosystem. So it wasn't as much about, and you know what? I, I had COVID, I had three vaccines. I, I, I think without the vaccine, th those were one of the great scientific discoveries of our, and I've seen all the, I still see it. I said, it does this, it does that. We didn't know this, we didn't do that. That's the way that it, it, for me, it was basically like a mild cold because I think of, of the vaccine. So I'm not questioning that. So you were, look, look you were I'm talking. Unco I'm unconcerned just, about debate. What's that? I'm unconcerned about debate. I'm unconcerned about debate taking place in platforms. About I am efficacy. very concerned yeah. when threats. I'm very concerned when threats are and being made. Physical threats Anthony against Fauci. people's safety. This had to do with. I'm Anthony very Fauci. concerned about physical threats being made against people's safety and the people who gin up those threats against individuals. Okay. That concerns me. Yeah. So the op here. Let me point this out to you. What's going on? If you had a chart, right? You have a chart. It goes from Musk. Does the Fauci files right? And he makes it seem like he's doing you a favor. 
exposing Fauci. But we don't need Fauci exposed. He's already been exposed. Nothing's going to happen to him at all. Nothing. Nothing. All it does is make people money and spin different narratives to harm you. So it starts out with Musk. He's doing you a favor, right? Then it goes to Tucker Carlson. Tucker talks about it. Then it goes, right? Those two set pieces, like a soccer game. That's a set piece. And then it goes out. And the narrative is these anti-vaxxers are dangerous and they're threatening people like Fauci and they're threatening me, Dr. Scott Gottlieb. They're setting the stage to actually clamp down on free speech, to paint you as dangerous people, lunatics, all because you didn't want to put a mystery serum that has a history now of harming people into your bloodstream. So you're the problem. You're the threat. Not guys like Gottlieb and Fauci. How many people has Fauci wiped out in his career? It's like stunning. And then you go on. You go on to the, the uh, you know, American Pravda, CNBC, and the dope. What does he even say? You know what? I, I had COVID. I had three vaccines. I, I think without the vaccine, those were one of the great scientific discoveries of our And I've seen all the. Con- yeah, it's so great. That's why people are maimed and dying. Now, history will show and has shown already. But it will continue to show. It will be accelerated and amplified. Exactly what I've said, what we've said on here for three years. This hoax will wipe out so many more people than the so-called virus. It's not even close. And they're still selling this. And they're getting desperate now. So they have to paint you as a lunatic and a madman and a madwoman who's willing to threaten people. What do I have to threaten anybody who's vaccinated? You're living under a threat 24-7. Why would I threaten you? Why would any of us threaten you? (laughs) If you have the jab, you're already under fucking duress. Big Pharma has a gun to your head, has a gun to your fucking circulatory system, etc. Has a gun to your... They're holding your DNA and your genetic code hostage you don't even know who's behind it what's behind it what's in this stuff this is the one of the byproducts of the Fauci file they make it appear like they're doing you a favor doing you a solid and you're exposing Fauci so what it's the equivalent of uh, exposing uh, John Wilkes Booth at this point what you think Fauci's going to jail oh my god my god Just stop. It's not even in the cards ever. It's not in the cards. You just, I think most of the folks listening to this understand how the game is played and understand that, you know, I, I, as a chess player, I know what pieces are being moved before they're moved. I know which ones are going to be knocked off the board and which ones are going to put you in checkmate. Fauci is. He's untouchable. It's just an indictment of a criminal system we live in. It's so rife with corruption, he could never be exposed. Ever. And because of his age, even if something did happen, he would likely pass away 
before he'd ever see any jail time. But it's never going to get to that. No way. It's not even on the table. So, you know, I know the Republicans are selling that. It's not even. It's Fantasy Island, man. They're just selling you opium. The propaganda machine rolls on. They're not going to uh, give any oxygen to the fact that they're They've, they've already killed people, maimed people, and we're just getting started. The song The Beat goes on. The propaganda machine goes on. They're rolling out another variant. What is it called now? The B... <laughs> can't make it up. The XBB.1.5. Hey, and even Jimmy Fallon on The Tonight Show. He's doing musical numbers like he's on Broadway. It's like, hey, let's do a let's do a song about the variant. And he's like doing we got the number. I'm gonna play it for you. I mean, it's fucking sad. But this is what they're doing. They're tripling down. They've already doubled down. Let's go to the videotape. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next. But this latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5. Another friend of COVID-19 has arrived. I mean, these, these people are sad. I need some, some music, man. It's like, it's unbelievable. How about some panic from the Smiths? It's panic time is what's going on. And then, you know, you look at the propaganda wing, like CNBC, right? This, it's like a runway. They, the propaganda jets come flying down these runways that they've overused. CNBC. And even in Canada, like, on CTV News, here's a newscaster on CTV News at it, Edmonton. She just, and you know, completely fucking jabbed up to the bejesus belt because she's in Canada and she's working for CTV as a journalist. So you have to be, have all your papers in order when it comes to your vaccinations and your boosters. She fucking almost collapses. It looks like she's having a stroke on live TV. 